0: Ubi eme te est ibi et cor vestrum For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We celebrate today the feast. Of that great 19th century adorer and apostle of the Most Blessed Sacrament, the French priest Peter Julian Aymar. And today is the name day of our own Julian. And we offer Holy Mass today with Julian's intentions in mind. We have today yet another example of the liturgical providence of God, because today's feast, and in a particular way today's Mass, correspond to chapter 52 of the Holy Rule that we read this morning. I find it extraordinary. The way chapter 52 of the Holy Rule dovetails with the texts given us in this Mass of St. Peter Julian. Let it be said in passing that St. Peter Julian has been a friend of this monastery from the very beginning and indeed from before the beginning of the monastery. St. Peter Julian has accompanied us by his prayers and by his Teaching. I have said to you in the past that the propers of the Mass constitute the Church's authentic portrait of the saint being celebrated. I mean by this a spiritual portrait of the saint, a window into the soul of the saint. And so if we would understand. St. Peter Julian, with the Church, as the Church presents him to us, we have to peer through the propers of today's Mass into the sanctuary of the saint's soul. The intro is is so fitting for St. Peter Julian. The just, Peter Julian, shall flourish like the palm tree, you may not know this, but the palm tree, uh, specialists in all such growing things, if Brother John Baptist were here, you would certainly know about this. The palm tree produces thousands of little flowers. And when uh, the psalmist says, the just shall flourish like the palm tree, it is a kind of prodigious flowering. He shall grow up like the cedar of Libanus. Nothing is more majestic than the cedars of Lebanon. And so this again is an image of the saint. But the phrase that corresponds to the special grace of St. Peter Julian is the last phrase of the intro. planted, yes, planted. That implies having put down roots, planted in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. You will know, of course, that St. Peter Julian founded the Congregation of the Most Blessed Sacrament, vowed to perpetual adoration of the Most Blessed Sacrament. In the first rule for the Blessed Sacrament Fathers, composed by St. Peter Julian himself, each member of the Institute was bound to three hours of adoration for Blessed Sacrament each day. An hour in the morning, an hour in the evening, and an hour at night. Uh, And by each father carrying out these watches of adoration, he was able, in the first years of his Institute at least, to uh, assure perpetual adoration of the Blessed Sacrament in the public churches of the Institute. St. Peter Julian himself really was planted in the house of the Lord, uh, rooted in the courts of the house of our God. Uh, He spent the greater part of his days and nights in the sanctuary adoring the Blessed Sacrament with one peculiarity about it. He would tell his religious never to disturb him if he was adoring the Blessed Sacrament, not to come to him with all sorts of questions and not to pull him away from adoration of the Most Blessed Sacrament, except except when a priest presented himself at the house asking to see him. For a priest he would leave the presence of the Blessed Sacrament and hasten to the parlor to look after the spiritual needs of the priest. I find this very beautiful. Because we always see in the great Eucharistic saints a uh, concomitantly with their passion for the Most Holy Sacrament of the altar, a passion for the priesthood for the holiness of priests, for the souls of priests. And we see this in an exemplary manner in St. Peter Julian. The epistle of this Mass is very well suited to Brother Hildebrand's retreat in preparation for his simple profession and indeed to Dom Finian and Dom Elijah's preparation for their solemn profession on August 15th. I alluded to this text of St. Paul yesterday in speaking of how we monks are to understand our radical separation from the world. We are made a spectacle to the world and to angels and to men We are fools for Christ's sake. We are weak. We without honor. This description that St. Paul gives of uh, the way he is perceived as an apostle of Jesus Christ corresponds to the choice a man freely makes in pronouncing the vows that bind him to the Lamb to the Lamb in a state of immolation I said this morning in chapter that anything placed upon the altar becomes sacrificial, becomes part of the sacrificial offering and this is true of the monk who by his vows freely binds himself to the immolated Lamb and thus shares in uh, all of the uh, traits, characteristics of the Lamb whom we contemplate in the host. This configuration to the host, to the Lamb, goes to the heart of our vocation. And St. Peter Julian certainly uh, would have uh, understood this. One cannot contemplate the host without becoming like the host. First of all, when we contemplate the host, we are face to face with a God who is hidden. Adorote devote Latin Latens deitas. Devoutly do I adore thee, O hidden God. The man then who vows himself to the monastic life is called into the hiddenness of the host. And not only into the hiddenness of the host, but into the silence of the host. When we adore the Blessed Sacrament, we find ourselves... Astonished by the silence of God. So, hiddenness and silence and poverty. The host is so fragile, so vulnerable, I want to say, so poor. The priest takes the host into his hands places it on the corporal. We see in that moment something of the self-emptying, the poverty of the Word of God, taking flesh in the womb of the Virgin and then humbling himself unto death, even death on a cross, and humbling himself further by concealing himself beneath the species, the appearances of a very fragile little piece of bread. The hiddenness, the silence, the poverty of the host, and the profound humility of God in the Blessed Sacrament. The Blessed Sacrament is, I want to say, the icon. It reveals to us The humility of God. This is a great mystery. If you would understand it, go before the Blessed Sacrament, look at the host, and say, Here, I see before my eyes the humility of God. The sacrament of the humility of God. A God who makes himself, Mother MacTilde would say, as if he were nothing. And so, uh, Don Elijah, Don Finian, Brother Hildebrand, as they prefer for their profession, um, will contemplate the host and see in the host the sacramental depiction of all that they, by their vows, are called to be and to become. The Gospel. is extraordinarily fitting for St. Peter Julian in the last verse. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. St. Peter Julian's treasure, the great passion of his life, was the Blessed Sacrament. One can say that uh, St. Peter Julian's heart was in the tabernacle. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also, uh, this I think sums up the particular holiness that St. Peter Julian um, shows in the midst of the church. Um, this passionate attachment to the Blessed Sacrament by which really his heart never left the altar, never left the altar. St. Peter Julian lived in a state of perpetual adoration even if he could not be 24 hours a day before the altar, his heart never left the tabernacle. And the communion antiphon is again um, suitable for the meditation of uh, Dan Dom Elijah and Brother Hildebrand in that it speaks of the monastic vocation. Amen, I say to you that you who have left All things that followed me shall receive a hundredfold and shall possess, yes, possess life everlasting. This life everlasting is given us here and now by way of a pledge, a foretaste in the most holy sacrament of the altar. The early Christians used to sing Psalm 33 at Holy Communion, Oh, taste and see the sweetness of the Lord. What were they tasting? They were tasting life eternal. And so too do we, every time we approach the Holy Mysteries, the Blessed Sacrament is the taste of eternal life to the palate of the soul. And it is this that gives a monk the strength, the fortitude, to walk on, even, as with the prophet Saint Elijah, even unto the mountain of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen.